0: Hey everybody and welcome to another edition of an AFC Championship Action Sports Jack's Pylon podcast brought to you by the Jacksonville Iceman, Brent Martin along with Dan
1: Hicken Next home game the 24th Brent All right little hockey after a little football
0: can the jags go to the super bowl Dilly whoa, whoa. dilly Brent <laughs> <laughs> Can you get me on a Zamboni I want to ride a Zamboni Maybe I'll take the Zamboni for the Super Bowl parade
1: That would be fun the Jaguars have to play the Patriots, right? Oh, that's right.
0: <laughs> Woo!
1: AFC just, championship hey, game. Jalen told me to get ready for the parade. Yeah, he did. He did. And look, I, um, they're going to have their hands full. There's no question about it. And it's because they have the greatest coach of all time, the greatest quarterback of all time. Rosters match up. I mean, the rest of the rosters are okay, but you know, Brady and Belichick together are damn near unbeatable.
0: Yeah, we were in the locker room. Great on, challenge.
1: Yeah, we were in the locker
0: room on Wednesday. You don't get the feeling, though, that they are afraid of the Patriots, no. do you? And uh, I think that's kind of a good thing that they're not starry eyed, you know. And now we'll find out. Different story talking about it and then playing, I think, on Sunday. But it doesn't feel like they have the wide eyed look of, oh, my goodness, this is the Patriots and this is the guy that I've seen play on TV all my life. I mean, good to remember, Brady's been playing 17 years or whatever it is. These guys, some of them were six, seven years old. Putting the got quarterback. <laughs> it's right? Crazy. Blake
1: Bortles grew up watching Tom Brady. Uh, he said, you know, I don't look over. I, maybe when I first started, I'd look over and go, oh, wow. I, I grew up watching him, but it never carried over into the game. Look, um, he has, has to play turnover-free football. That's number one. Uh, they've got to figure out a way to run the ball. Belichick takes away what you do best, generally speaking. But can they take it away? Are they good enough to take it away? Or can the Jaguars offensive line play like it did last week and Leonard Fournette bounce back from that ankle and play like he did in the first half of the Steeler game? Um, if that's the case, we could have a heck of a ball game on Sunday.
0: Yeah, I think you brought it up. You said matchup wise or player by player wise, it's not that big of a mismatch no. or anything like that. You know, this isn't David versus Goliath. It's just Jags I, are probably better
1: team on in the trenches. O line and D line. But you know what? Tennessee was a better team in the trenches too. O line and D line. And Patriots ended up sacking Marcus Mariota eight times and smacking him around 35-14. 35-14.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I guess. I mean, I have a hard time. I was about to say, well, Tennessee
0: and this defense, Tennessee's defense, but Tennessee beat the Jags twice, so I guess I won't go there. Um, The the interesting thing I think once you do those matchups is the one way to beat Tom Brady is how about this? Go. No, if you're just better, if you just have a better team. Yeah. If you have a better overall team, and what it brings me back to is like, remember when the uh, Broncos, not when bad Peyton when they won the Super Bowl. But the year prior, when they played Seattle, that was good Peyton year. He oh, led them to the Super Bowl. Dynamic offense. It was unbelievable, yeah, right? Yeah. I didn't, was that like a 50-touchdown performance? Yes. Well, then they go to New York MetLife Stadium to play the Seattle Seahawks, the upstart Seattle Seahawks. And what did the Seahawks do? Absolutely obliterate them. Yep. Because of the speed. And they beat them 43-8. to eight. They never had a chance. And so you kind of wonder, could that be one of these deals where they haven't seen a defense like this? Um, and I mean you just hope maybe that is the case and you're just flat out better on that side of the ball and Brady can't do a whole heck of a lot and kind of pull off the magic he always does.
1: I have a hard time getting over that hump psych- psychologically That's in right, my you're not mind. A
0: player. You're not mentally tough.
1: No. I have a hard time envisioning I would need a sports psychologist here. I need that guy uh, who's that golf guy Rotella? What was yeah, his yeah. name? I, think I need Rotella. Dr. Bob Rotella yeah. to come talk to me and tell me how our little old Jacksonville Jaguars could win uh, 13 games this year and beat the Steelers and the Patriots and be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's just hard to imagine when we've watched them picking the top five in each of the last six years. <laughs> just... By the way,
0: you need more than a sports psychologist. Yeah. Anyway. I do. Yeah, you need somebody to hold that microphone a little lower because you dilly, talk dilly. so
1: loud.
0: <laughs> Dilly, dilly. I'm trying, people. I'm trying. Uh, but, hey, you know, it is it is hard to Stop imagine. Not shaking right? your head, Weber. It's hard to fathom. That's where they're at. I get it. Uh, but, again, we were in the locker room. I don't think we felt that a little at all. No, they're and confident,
1: so, which is good. It doesn't matter what we think. It doesn't matter what the Boston media thinks, who, by the way, started all this nonsense. So, And uh, I think we're talking to uh, Shaughnessy this week as well, so that'll be fun. No, I bet. I oh, Shaughnessy see the Boston sports Are So you going to rip
0: them? Yeah.
1: I'll rip them. <laughs> Why not? I don't care.
0: I think we're going to get – get, I'll get up there Thursday, and i got a feeling it's going to feel the same way as Pittsburgh. They Nobody there believes at all the Jags can even upset no. them. And, and to be honest with you, that's if there's fair. one place that shouldn't think no, that, it's probably fair. New England. I mean, it's fair. No, nobody can beat New England. Or, Dan, can people beat New England? Seven straight AFC championship games – You want to know what their record is in those first six?
1: Well, I know there's six. I know there's six and one at home in the AFC Championship game, and I know they're three and three on the road. So I think, but right now I think they're in a a lose-win, lose-win in their last four. So I guess I'm going to say four and two, uh, three
0: and three, three and three. So three and three, they are in the last yeah. six. Yeah, and uh, two of those did come on the road. Yeah, I've um, only lost one home. at home, Baltimore. Yeah, uh, and Baltimore got them with a the defense, and uh, Denver got them twice with their defense. A yeah. lot. well, actually, the one year they could they could score too, but um, yeah, it's just it's it's interesting. I, there is no. I, I loved what Marone said today. He's like they're the best team at executing, and being precise. Of the last 15, 18 years, right? Obviously, that's how they've won. Yes. Well, so there's almost something simplistic to this game. You don't have to try to outsmart Brady. You don't have to try to out-genius Bill Belichick. Don't come up with a scheme they've never seen, which is what those other guys might try to do to Blake Bortles and this team. But basically, you just have to play better than them, and you have to play sound football. So I think for the Jags, it's actually quite simple. Then it's just a matter of can you do it?
1: Yeah, I don't. I, it's a great question, and I don't know if they can do it. But I like what I like where you're headed with it. Um, I just the Patriots, uh, for example, their screen game—it's unbelievable, right? Yeah. I mean, they just and Pittsburgh pro- had a pretty good success against the Jags. So I'm suspecting that they're going to get rid of the ball quickly and get the ball in the hands of the running backs and the tight ends and see what those guys can do. That's a big challenge for the Jaguars defense and trying to stop just that particular part. And then when you start sneaking up, Brady will start going over the top. He's the master. You can't blitz him, but you can beat him if you rush four and you have four great pass rushers. I don't know if the Jags have four great ones, but they're pretty good. Mm -hmm. Calais Campbell's arguably the defensive player of the year. Malik Jackson has played unbelievably in the second half. Um Yannick Ngakwe leads the NFL in strip sacks. And Dante Fowler Jr. had what, eight and a half sacks this year, didn't he? Eight sacks. Okay. Eight sacks. So I and mean up the
0: middle they, I mean most so four dark, guys to get to you. Yeah.
1: You know? If Yannick can get a strip sack and the ball could pop out and Telvin could pick it up and we could score our
0: ninth. ninth
1: defensive touchdown of the year, why not? Why not the Jags? Why not now?
0: Why not us? I get the goosebumps thinking about Sunday night if it's really why not us, and it happens. Um, yeah, that'd be fun. That would be something. I mean, the last Sunday was fun, and this week has so far been fun. Uh, once again, really cool to see the city, and now they've kind of just kind of gone into, oh, this is normal these last couple of weeks. Oh, you know, we're just going to keep winning. <laughs> yeah. It does feel like they're on a little bit of a magic ride. Uh, They got a mulligan on offense the first week against Buffalo. Kind of got a mulligan on defense a little bit this last week. They've shown the ability to win in a couple different ways. And now I feel like this is going to be a game that will settle into the mid-20s. Their offense will have to play good enough to score 24, 27 points. And uh, can you do it? You know? you know
1: what else? You know it's a sixty-minute fight with the Patriots, as we learned in the Super Bowl. Yeah, you can be up on them twenty-eight to three, and you ain't got it won. No, so that's the problem. There's no will,
0: no one's comfortable
1: Sunday. You'll never be comfortable <laughs> until it says zero. Especially zero. what Pittsburgh did. Yeah,
0: Brady can do it better.
1: And you want to and you want to get the lead again. Nothing's changed for us as we look at this game based on how we played at Pittsburgh, where the Jags took a big lead early, right? 7 nothing, 14 nothing, 21 nothing, 21-7, 28-7, 28-14 at the half. You've got to get the lead, and then you've got to make first downs and keep the ball out of Brady's hands. It's a great challenge. Great challenge for this football team. Again, when you get there, you have to somehow psychologically block out The fact that, well, it's been a great year. Well, we got here. Well, man, we made it all the way. No, 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 no. You don't know when it's going to come again. You might make the playoffs next year, Brent, and you might get upset by, uh, you know, the Oakland Raiders in the first round. Uh, You might be a a two-seed and have a home game, and the Kansas City Chiefs may come to Jacksonville and beat you. You don't know. No, you don't. You got opportunity knocks. You got to take advantage of it. And here it is. You're two wins in. You're Four quarters away from doing something this franchise has never done. No, and I mean, uh, the obvious proof of that is it's the first time since
0: 99 being in this spot. So, that's how hard it is. So, have only done it three times in yeah. 23 years. Third time how, must be a charm. Yeah, that's how difficult it is uh, for them to do it. It also shows you the brilliance of the Patriots who continue to do it and do it and do it year after year oh, and year after late. year. All right, I got, I got to find this out because we won't talk again, at least on the podcast, probably until Saturday. All right. Um, any vibe out of there today— how they're going to defend Gronk. Because in my opinion, you've got Telvin Smith, you have Miles Jack, you have Tayshawn Gibson, you have Barry Church, and I think even Jalen Ramsey could come in. You have five guys, and Pete Prisco, our buddy from CBS, told me that even last year when Houston played New England, A.J. Boyer covered him at times. So you could have six different guys that you can throw on uh, Gronkowski. What do you think they'll do?
1: I have a vibe. I don't think they're going to do anything special. Crazy. So you don't think Ramsey... No. Okay. Maybe once in a while. I don't think there's anything special. I think they're gonna cover him and understand he's gonna he's kinda like he's kinda like that player who you know is gonna score thirty or forty points in a basketball game. It's like LeBron. But let's stop the other guys. Yeah. Yeah You know what I mean? The old Bobby Dunn. He's Knight gonna style. get yeah, he's gonna get his points, yeah. guys. But we're gonna stop the other guys. And I think when they get in the red zone, they might double him. Yeah. Yeah. And make somebody else beat him. Um I think if they get, you know, 25 and in, they put a guy over over him and under him. But other than that, I think they're going to play him as best they can and not, like, come up with some elaborate scheme. That Because, I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody's throwing every scheme they can at Rob Gronkowski.
0: That's the thing. I, I will say this. You know he, a tactician, um, the tactician that Brady is, he loves to watch film. Mm-hmm. He loves to take what he's learned about you. I think there was something recently about that Tennessee game where he said – like, he knew how to beat a Dick LeBeau defense. Mm-hmm. Somebody kind of whispered that. It wasn't Brady, but like a buddy of his or right. something. And and then he beats Tennessee, right? Because he had played LeBeau against Pittsburgh. And what's interesting about the Jags is he hasn't played the Jags a lot. And he definitely hasn't played this version of the Jags. Right. He doesn't have a lot of personal experience against these players and this team, right. like the Denvers and the Colts and all these teams that are already there. Right. Uh, always there. And so I think that's fascinating. I, I think Brady goes into this game where he's watched a ton of film this week. He's seen the Chargers play because they play a similar style. He knows Seattle's defense is a similar style. But I bet he goes into that Sunday game thinking, man, I wish I had another couple of days to watch tape and get tendencies on these guys because I don't know them. They're the new kids on the block. You don't know them as well as you'd love to know them.
1: But he is 14-0 and against teams – that he didn't face in the regular season in the playoffs.
0: That's a ridiculous record. That's a well, bad, his whole his that's whole, a bad stat. Can you throw that stat away? I
1: like to his whole <laughs> his whole what the playoff. Is that. Stat? Yeah, his oh whole playoffs God. record is ridiculous. No, it's just stupid. It's stupid. And again, it could be his playoff record could be better if the Patriots weren't as good. What I marvel at with the New England Patriots is they have developed this formula where. They don't just win the AFC AFC East. They win the top seed. Yeah. And then they get the worst. They, generally speaking, get the worst of the playoff teams in round one for them, the divisional round. They win that playoff game with ease. And all of a sudden, they're playing for another Super Bowl. Got one game. It's a tremendously, it's not easy, but they've figured out this formula and it works. If you go back and look, and I did this at, their first-round matchups. I mean, think about it this way, and this is why Shaughnessy and some of these guys are saying what they're saying. They're taking on two teams from the AFC South for the right to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And if you're not a – if you don't follow the AFC South like we do and you're just a casual football fan from across the country, you're like, good gosh, man, boy, the Patriots got a break. Yes. Look at this. I mean, point. they got nobody – they didn't play anybody, and they're in the bowl. That's a really good point. That's amazing. Base, uh,
0: Jags are 5-0 and against the AFC North, and people don't look at the AFC North that way. No. So, um, they, they, they handled that division all year long. Yeah, that's an inter- that's a great point. I didn't realize that stat. I hadn't heard that. But uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable yeah. how good it is. All right. Well, we'll talk more about the, the Jags.
1: Uh, what about Brady? Is it the, His hands, he's hurt. He is is trouble.
0: Great. Hey, uh, David Garrard's getting ready to do our countdown to kickoff Smells good today. In. Does he smell good?
1: <laughs> yeah, he does. Oh, very nice. He
0: looks good. Very nice. Uh, yeah, like Brady's hand hurts. Brady uh, didn't want to talk to the media today, all right? Is that
1: what it is? That's his hand I heard hurts. he jammed it. Yeah, right. I heard that they were considering. You know, considering... you have two
0: obligations to the media this week as quarterback. Like, yeah. you have to talk twice. Normally, yeah. you, do, you only have to talk once. Mm-hmm. But, you know, these prima donna quarterbacks. I know. Uh, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I heard...
1: I think they should cut off his hand. Go with
0: Brian Hoyer. Well, yeah,
1: just cut it right off. And and some
0: Brady would beat you left-handed if he had, if he get cut off his right hand.
1: Dang it! I d- <laughs> David Garrard once watched Tom Brady complete twenty six of twenty-six of twenty-eight. It was like, it was like throwing against air. And Garrard
0: played well. Don't remind me. Yeah. Garrard had a good game that day, didn't he?
1: He had a great game. He had. A, actually, people don't know that David's.
0: You're right. He does smell good.
1: I told you. David's uh, Steeler game numbers were not great till the end. He had the great run, but the next week he bounced back and he was terrific. And that was a punch counter punch game until Dennis North I don't yeah, want to say anything.
0: <laughs> he might be listening. I think he subscribes to the podcast yes. here. By the way. Oh, okay. Hey, we'll uh be in Foxboro. Dan will join us in Foxborough on Saturday with the team, fly up with the team and Okay.
1: Uh, you're going you're going Thursday. going Thursday? I'm going Thursday.
0: I'm going to go talk to Brady. I'll see what's
1: up. I'll investigate that. You're going to ask some tough questions of Tom and Bill? <laughs> Tom. Uh, on
0: to the
1: Super Bowl. Uh, uh, ask me a question. I want to answer it like Belichick. Go ahead. Ask me a question. Uh,
0: Bill, uh, uh, why didn't Tom
1: Brady address the media today? Uh, he was yeah, issue, issue, medical issue he had to get attention to. On to Jacksonville.
0: Tom uh, uh or uh, Bill, how much of uh impact does Tom Coughlin have on the Jaguars organization? It's really it uh, it's really Doug's team.
1: Uh you'd have to ask them. Is Blake Bortles as bad as everybody uh, says, Bill? He's a good good quarterback. Yes. Runs uh, runs well, throws well. Good quarterback. Bill, were you in the car that rear ended Leonard Fournette? Uh, wh- what are we doing here?
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll go see Bill Belichick on Brady in Foxborough. AFC Championship game on the way on Sunday, 3 o'clock on CBS 47 coverage all week long. And uh, that's the Action Sports pile-on Podcast with Brent Martin O'Dan Hicken, brought to you by the Jacksonville Iceman, a little appearance by David Garrard, and thanks to Bill Belichick for joining us on this special edition.
1: for